welcome back to another episode of Let Me Tell You. Expectations have not been higher for Cougar basketball since Clay Thompson's junior season. I'm elated. I'm excited. Tomorrow, Wednesday, yes, I'm dating this episode, but it's the preview. We're playing Texas Southern, baby. Kyle Smith's second season running the program. Let's take a quick step into the time machine, TARDIS, if you will. Just look back at what Kyle Smith had done since he got here. Swept the Huskies with their two first-round draft picks. Mr. Isaiah Stewart and Jaden McDaniels, who? That's right, Jeff Pollard locked up Isaiah Stewart. Uh, by the way, also upset the number eight Oregon Ducks in Beasley Coliseum. Oh, and also I'll bring in the greatest recruiting class in our storied university's history. Multiple four-star players, including the leading scorer in the Providence of Ontario who had 27 points a game, and also, he's the Canadian Basketball Player of the Year. But, just like 2020, this season will not start off as expected. Kyle Smith, our head coach and friend of the program, has COVID, which means he will not be patrolling the sidelines. But don't worry, Coug fans, no need to fear. Jim Shaw, the veteran, the embattled, the experienced coach, will be coming in to lead us. By the way, for 10 years as a Husky assistant, was on the bench during the greatest five-year run in Husky history, which had them, sadly, as a number one seed in the big dance. And then, right before he got here, he was the head coach at his alma mater, Western Oregon, a Division II powerhouse. He went 102-30. and 30. He led them to number one in their Division II men's basketball tournament three times. So it's safe to say we're in pretty good hands. So let's dive head first in the main course, since obviously Thanksgiving is soon. That will be the starting lineup. So obviously, you have Isaac Bonton, preseason Pac-12 second team. Not a shock. The leading scorer, second leading scorer on last year's team, who will easily replace it, CJ's 18 points per game average. I see Bonton bumping that up to 22 points a game, which is really good in college. You don't see that happen often. But see with that, it's a double-edged sword. Sometimes his shot selection to me is a little bit questionable. He thinks he can make every shot, which I love in my point guard. But if he's taking his three and he knows he can make it, I'm okay with him taking it. I would say it sometimes bothers you to watch, but I would rather have a confident shooter who misses than a than a shooter who's lacking confidence and just doesn't shoot a lot. So then we go to, obviously, Noah. This is my city, Williams, local legend, Husky Slayer, who started to improve towards the end of last season. He was getting in more games as a starter. He kind of usurped. Mr. Gervais Robinson, also a friend of the program, as a starting shooting guard. He's a defensive wizard. I mean, he is elite. He just pickpockets. Oh, he's so good. He will be, I say his scoring average needs to jump up. Just a serious uptick. 60, double it to 12 points a game and we're sitting pretty. That's what we need. If Noah Williams goes off and gets his 12 points per game and his three, four assists, couple rebounds here and there, which he's a really good rebounding guard, then we're set. Then we're going to talk about my favorite player, DJ Rodman. Defensive-minded spark plug, cliche city. He mostly played off the bench. He's an instant scorer. I mean, he doesn't need to be a starter and get in rhythm. He can just score right away, which is great. When I think of him, the first thing that pops in my mind is a four-point play against the Oregon State Beavers. He can become a lethal knockdown shooter. Plus, it did help he recruited the number one soccer player in the nation, his sister. That's a nice added bonus. Then, another local kid, Tony Miller from Montana State, transferred here. As a walk-on, earned a scholarship, so a round of applause for him. He had a couple, he had a double-double here and there. He is the walking embodiment of the scrapper mentality. He plays, this is cliche, but this is how he plays. He plays like every shot he misses, every rebound he doesn't get, will get him pulled from the game. Outworks everyone in the sense that if there's a rebound, 
and he's nearby, he will get the rebound. You don't have to worry about that. I, I say we could lock him in, book it, double-digit score. I mean, he had seven and a, he had almost eight, so I don't think two more points is absurd. He's getting more shots from CJ. It's just being more, dis the CJ shots are getting more dispersed, being dispersed around. Then obviously, I think the center position is our biggest question mark. I, I would say I, I like Volvol Murkovetsky, the Ukrainian center, 7-2, who had a double-double in our last game of the season, which crowned us national champions, by the way. So usually when you when you're the team to win the last game of the season every other year, you're the national champions. So ipso facto, we're the national champions. I think he's two years in the program. I think he's put on enough muscle and weight. And he played really well down the stretch last year in the last game that he could, he earned the starting spot. I I don't know how the freshmen are doing. Practices aren't open as much to the media. I don't know how the freshmen are doing because we know obviously Jefferson Koulibaly's out for the year with an arm injury. So that does help. Deshaun Jackson, our other prize center, is not there and it can, is not ready, I believe, due to conditioning. He's not quite ready to start. TJ Bamba, I don't think he's a center. I think he's more 6'5". F.A. Odegade, he might be able to start. I really think it should just go to Markovetsky. I don't think Jazz Koons can play the center, so it should just go to Markovetsky. I think he's earned it. I think he's a good player. Worst case scenario, you pull Markovetsky and you put in another player. Maybe you put in, I don't know, let's say Andres, Andre Jakubowski, the number one player in the country of Macedonia. He's a top international recruit, top. He was one of the better international prospects to come here in years. So look, I think this is a this season is crucial, especially the first half when we play the majority of our games at home. Because we play eight games at home, one at Colorado, we should... And then the Friday game, this Friday, November 28th, against Eastern might not happen since they've had some players test positive. We don't know. As of right now, assuming everything holds, I expect us at the very least, at the very, very least, to go 8-1. Do I think we're going 8-1? No, I think we're going 9-1. The only game I foresee being a challenge is Colorado because they were supposed to be a tournament team last year. They lost their best player. He was drafted in the second round. Tyler Bay. They lost their best player. They lost their best player, Bay. So... Look, the media is split on us, as in local media, us, me, Coog Center, we all think we're going to be good. Maybe because 90% of us are looking through the looking at the season through crimson and gray glasses, once again. Rip football, that's not doing so well. Also, right, I'm sorry, I forgot to mention, the Apple Cup is no longer happening due to COVID, which really does suck. Also, shout out to Washington, the only time the Huskies have gotten this right. They challenged BYU, BYU said, hey, we'll play anywhere, anytime, and then the Huskies said, well, then play us on Saturday. We don't have an opponent. Well, we got to wait till the till the rankings come out on Tuesday. Hey, BYU, you just lost your shot at the Final Four. Good job. You've done goofed. You're the top 10 team playing against a unranked Washington team. You should have taken that up. Taken them up on the offer. All right, back to basketball. National media doesn't think we're going to be great. Local media thinks we're going to be great. I tend to side towards the national media. I think they have a better perspective, not as biased. But you know what? I'm too hyped about this recruiting class not to get excited, man. We're going to the big dance. I'm locking it in, baby. We're going to the March Madness. We're going to be round of... We're going to win our first game. And that's all I'm calling in Indianapolis. Listen, I love Walker. But he looked like he was 18 or 19. He looked like a young guy. Ben, you should have done this guy right. What, I get him a stripper? What do you want oh, me to do here? I, mean, I, mean, I get him a prostitute? What 